It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's, it's, it's time to talk that talk, and we talk it like no one else. This is the stinking truth. Now, here's your host, Mark Schlereth. Hey, welcome to the Seek Truth Podcast. Mark Slareth here in Vegas, Radio Row. My partner, Mike Evans. And I'm telling you, Mike, get on a plane. Come to Vegas today. Uh, I've got a California king. We'll put a pillow between us. Uh, we'll keep our underpants on. But it will be a great, it'll be a great, great time. Underpants only, huh? Underpants, <laughs> no shirts. Pillow between us. Those aren't pillows. <laughs> it's hey, listen, man. It's 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 a bonding, and it's why we're tight. Why we're tight, anyhow. Um, well, I, I I am so jealous. I have to admit, I I didn't think I'd feel it, but starting today, I got serious Super Bowl Vegas Radio Row FOMO going on right now. Yeah, I have never seen a bigger collection of pasty white fat non-athletic radio people <laughs> in right. my entire life it That's is right. uh it's amazing it's absolutely amazing but it's good to be here uh, i've gotten to see a couple of my old teammates a couple of uh guys that i played against so that's always kind of fun i've had a couple conversations just uh, bumped into dan marino and some celebrities rolling through now comedians and such so um it's always it's always cool to be here. I mean, you've spent plenty of time in Radio Row. I've got people taking pictures of my uh, my self made tripod right now. So uh, it's uh, you know I am the MacGyver. I'm the MacGyver of Radio Row, and it's impressive. There's no question. How about Vegas? I know you've only been there a, a short amount of time, but how about Vegas as a a Super Bowl venue? It just seems to me like it's a it's a no brainer, and that if you're talking about the idea of what cities should be part of that Super Bowl yeah. rotation. To me, it's, it's hey, it's Vegas, it's New Orleans, it's uh, Miami, maybe Phoenix. Uh, but, oh. you know, just, just put them in those four or five yeah. cities and just keep rotating. Back in the day, it was, uh, back in the day, it was San Diego yeah. before the stadium went, you know, tits up. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm 100% with you. One, I think it should be warm weather. I think it always should be in a warm weather. Although Vegas is cold, you know, I, I mean, I got here last night. It's like overnight. It's in the 30s. Um, you know, people don't realize the desert. It gets cold. It's only in the 50s during the day, and it gets cold at night. But anyhow, it's um, yeah. It would be what it would. I I haven't I haven't like I walked over to Radio Row this morning at four o'clock in the morning, so I haven't really seen Vegas at all. But uh, I'll see it this afternoon, and um, and I'll let you know. I'll report back. Maybe we'll do another podcast. Like on it. Friday, we'll do a real deep dive into this game, matchups, 
I'm actually, I download a bunch of stuff. I'm actually going to go back and watch the matchup earlier in the season between Kansas City and San Francisco. Um, they, they did play, didn't they? They did. I do believe they played, right? Kansas City played San Francisco at some point. I'm uh, drawing a blank on that one. Are you sure about on. that? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe it was last year. Um, let me see here. I got the schedule right here. Um, Broncos, Eagles. They did not play this year. No, they apparently. did not. No. Okay. Uh, but last year, maybe I'll go back and look at last year's game. And uh, and did they play last year? Who knows? But I've got it. I've got it on my Exos Thundercloud. So some <sighs> of the some of the early storylines of of the week thus far. So you have San Francisco shows up now. The uh, Chiefs get a chance to work out of the sparkling, brand new, state-of-the-art facility that the Raiders have. Meanwhile, the 49ers are at UNLV, and there's been some complaining about the the practice field. What are you hearing about that? Yeah, well, I've, I've heard, and I've been to UNLV. As a matter of fact, my son went to school here his first year before he transferred to Arizona. And so, you know, during the spring, I would always come out for baseball and stuff, and he was rehabbing an elbow. And uh, ended up getting involved with some of the coaching staff and, and helping out with the UNLV, you know, the, the what are they, the Rebels. Um, and so, anyhow, that's a that's one of those turf fields. And apparently, you know, it's one of those turfs with the, the uh, like, the little tire, you know, whatever they are, you know, the little crumbles of tire, ground-up tire. So, it's a field turf, as they call that. And apparently, they came over and just laid sod over the top of it. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's their practice field, so they could be on grass. And, you know, they're saying it's a little bit loose and it's a little bit spongy. And uh, and so, anyhow, that I mean, those are real things. And then, of course, you're at some college facility as opposed to, you know, a state-of-the-art professional facility. Right. And, and it's funny because I never really thought about it, but I think it is an advantage for the, uh, you know, for the team that gets to use that facility. So in the three Super Bowls I played in, I was always in a in a city that represented the conference that I played in. So in Super Bowl 26, I was in Minnesota, which obviously we were the Redskins at that time. So we were in Minnesota State of the Art facility. Super Bowl 32, playing for the Broncos, um, it was in San Diego. So we were in the Chargers State of the Art facility. And Super Bowl 33, we're in Miami, and it was the Dolphins State of the Art facility. So um, I've never had to do the opposite, and. Now that I think about it, and I never thought about it at the time, I, why would I? But it is, it's, there's no question that it's an advantage for the, you know, the city that represents that conference. So we look at the, the Chiefs. I'm thinking a couple of the storylines that has popped up in the interviews and the press conferences. One was Andy Reid asked about his future. And, and he, of course, you know, sort of bypassed that and, uh, said, I don't really want to deal with that right now. Do you think that there's any possibility that if they win, especially, that he might decide to retire? I have heard that from multiple people, pure speculation, no inside information. But one of those guys was my buddy Trey Wingo, who said, hey, listen, man, if he wins this Super Bowl, I think he'll retire. And then his prediction was uh, Bill Belichick hmm. comes into Kansas City and takes over. Um and, you know, when you think about it, you're like. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, I mean, I could, I could see that. I could see that happening. Really? Because um, I would think, I would think, if you're Andy Reid, you're in your what mid sixties. Yeah. You've got Patrick Mahomes, who is technically not even in his prime yet, which is scary. This yeah. is a guy who could play at a, a high level. You have a chance if you're Andy Reid to rewrite the record book as a coach. Why would you walk away from that? You're one of the lucky you're- ones. You've got a quarterback. You're already in the Hall of Fame. What, like, what more do you want to do? And do you want to enjoy your life? You've been grinding at this for a very long yeah. time. You've had some family issues. You know, you've had some family tragedies. Um, not that you can go back and, and rewrite history, but you know, you can always you can always change it and and live in the pre- like. That's all we're guaranteed is the present. And if you want to spend the rest of your life, just enjoying it. Maybe, you know, doing some TV stuff, maybe just traveling with your wife. I don't know what the answer is, but I do know that coaching is a grind and I do know that it wears you out. And I do know it takes a special kind of guy um, and a special kind of woman um, that's going to marry that guy to be able to handle, you know, coaching in general. So like that dude is that dude, has had an incredible career, you know, back from, you know, when he first got in this thing, being with Green Bay, I don't know how far it goes back, but all his time in Philadelphia and and all the winning they did in Philadelphia, and now obviously in Kansas City. And I, I, I look at it like you you put a Hall of Fame resume together. You've been absolutely incredible. And I could see I could see that happening when your second when your third Super Bowl yeah. in you know, in four years and just say later. He did. Know? He did acknowledge that he has 12 grandchildren and sure. that his wife, all his wife does right now is um, travels around and visits the grandkids. And he said, Hey, my life is pretty simple right now. It's, it's football, it's family, it's my faith. And, and you're right. Maybe, maybe he just decides I want to make it all about my family. Yeah. You know what? It, interestingly enough, and you know, it, it can't be all about your family when you're coaching, you know, it can't be all about your kids. And, and he's had, as you know, family tragedies with his own kids. Um, and therefore maybe he wants to relive that man. I, I just know as a grandfather and you know how important it is to me, um, being able to be involved, being able to be there. And, you know, I always said this about my own, you know, being a parent, um, I, you know, none of us do it 
right, right? There's always mistakes made along the way. But one thing my kids could never accuse me of is not being involved. My wife right. and I never outsourced the raising of our kids to somebody else. And when you're a coach, you know, you miss a lot of those things. You miss a lot of the uh, performances. You miss a lot of the recitals. You miss a lot of the – and maybe he's looking at it like, I'm not going to do that with my grandkids. I'm going to be there with my grandkids for as long as I possibly – you know, as long as God blesses me to be on this earth, I'm going to yeah. be there for my grandkids. I could totally, I could totally see that. And I totally respect it. Meanwhile, Kyle Shanahan uh, trying to get that first Super Bowl, and it was it was really fun listening to him yesterday. We're here in Denver. You, of course, played for Mike Shanahan. You won back to back Super Bowls, and and listening to him talk about the impact that Mike had on him, but also Rod Smith and Ed McCaffrey father of Christian McCaffrey, two guys you played with, the impact that they had on his football career. It was amazing to, to listen to. And as I'm listening to all of it, I'm thinking to myself, Mark, while you were out there sweating and working and, and winning more games over a three-year span than any team in NFL history, you guys had Kyle Shanahan and Mike McDaniel running around there as teenagers. Yeah, and it, isn't it amazing? I mean, Mike McDaniel being our ball boy and Kyle, I mean, I remember Kyle as as a player, you know, and he's always hanging around. I think he got there, you know, he's probably 14 years old or so when Mike, you know, became the head coach of the Broncos in 1995, and that was my first year with the Broncos as well. But I remember Kyle, you know, as he got into high school and, and going into college, um, him um, like out there training with Rod Smith and Eddie McCaffrey running routes and catching balls off the jugs machine and like, and, and being part of like the off season conditioning program that we were all going through. And there's, you know, there's Kyle trying to be a college football player. You know, he went to, I think he initially went to Duke and then he transferred to Texas and he's a wide receiver and, you know, and ultimately could have gone on, you know, and maybe caught on and been the fifth, you know, the fifth receiver on some NFL team playing special teams, but he decided like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna survive very long doing that. I'm gonna get into the coaching aspect, and I think he started in Tampa Bay as a wide receivers coach. And you know, and Mike made him go cut his teeth. Mike made him go yeah. earn his way. It wasn't like a nepotism thing. You know, he 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 had great success and became an offense coordinator I think, in Cleveland before they got back together when Mike was fired from Denver and ended up going to Washington to be the head coach of the Washington Redskins. And Mike hired him to be the uh, the you know the offensive corner and, and and you know we all see the Bobby Sloak was on the defensive staff Raheem Morris was on the defensive staff uh, Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator Sean McVay was the tight ends coach uh, Matt Lafleur was a quarterback coach I mean mm. like that that tree uh, oh Mike McDaniel's was you know OC or a quality control guy or whatever I mean we've all seen ad nauseum whether it's Fox or CBS or where they all put it on and show you that tree, but it's incredible to think of the staff that Mike had and the, not only the staff that was there, but the incompetency of Daniel Schneider's ownership yeah, right. that you had yeah. all those dudes mm -hmm. in the building at the same time. And you didn't recognize any of them as being good coaches. Like you want to talk about an idiot. What an idiot that guy is. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mike Shanahan, you know, I don't understand why he's not in the Hall of Fame right now. You talk about somebody who won in, in the league, uh, t- two Super Bowls as a head coach yeah. that you played on, was with the 49ers and had success there as well with uh, St- Joe Montana, Steve Young. And now you talk about a coaching tree that is remarkable, especially when you consider Bill Belichick's tree never never took root, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you see the success that Shanahan's having. To me, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Is there is there something, because we're seeing that Shanahan impact all around the NFL. If you could boil it down to one theme that seems to be present with all these guys that's that comes from Mike, what what would it be? Detail. Okay. I mean, you talk to any of those guys, and I've talked to them all. They are they all marvel at Mike Shanahan's ability to lock in and and study and be completely focused on football. And, you know, he legendary, and I've told this story before, but, you know, Mike's, Mike's a mentor. And I'll go over to his house and we'll study football. And he always takes me through kind of the – how, you know, how a play started – what they were first thinking, how it's developed over the years, how it's transitioned to something else. But Mike will sit there, and Kyle has told me, McVeigh has talked to me about it, Lafleur has talked to me about it, um, about his ability to sit for hours, hours, and watch and study the same thing. I've been to Mike's house watching uh, a route combination, cut-up tape, of a, a combination in the West Coast offense called branch. Okay. So a two-man side, inside receiver, whether it's a tight end, whether it's the slot, doesn't matter, whatever it is, and an outside receiver, right? The outside receiver runs a go, and the inside receiver runs a eight-yard, excuse me, it's a go and an eight-yard outcutting route, right? So a stick is five is four to six yards, a branch is eight yards deep. And that's the concept, right? So if you've seen it four times, five times, you pretty much get the concept and the defender you're trying to put in conflict and what you're trying to do. I sat with Mike Shanahan in his office and watched a cut-up reel of that route combination branch for three hours. Three hours. And Mike was in like completely enthralled. And I'm like, yeah, I, I get it, Mike. It's, it's a branch. You know. <laughs> hey, they're running branch again. Yeah. It's a branch cut up real Mike. Like that's what we're watching for three freaking hours. Um, I, I took, like I was talking to Jimmy Garoppolo about, 
about that. He's coming back from an ACL injury. Um, and, and so he's going to sit down with Shanahan and, and watch film. And he said, they sat for five hours. What, like, like what I experienced. And he goes, I have never, I have never, he goes, I'm sitting there going, what, like this dude is insane. Right. And finally he goes, we're three hours in and he's been drinking coffee and like the whole time. And, and he goes, we're three hours in. I finally say, Hey coach, can I take a break? I gotta, you know, I gotta take a piss. And he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes, takes a piss, comes back and they do another two hours. Mike is like a camel. He never took a piss. Like he just, he sits and drinks coffee and watches film. Kyle told me Mike doesn't watch TV. He doesn't watch sitcoms. He doesn't binge shows. He watches film. That's all he watches. And he studies it and, and his ability to be locked in and not deviate from what he's doing for long periods of time is insane to me. It's in all the details, right? It is in the details. And that seems to be what, uh, what sets that Shanahan tree apart. Well, it's, uh, it's early in the week still. we got a lot of time left until the game. So I'm sure there'll be more storylines that will develop over the next couple of days. And we'll see how you're surviving Vegas. Yeah, I will. Sur- trust me, I will survive just fine. And um, yeah, and we'll do let's uh, like on Friday, let's do a real uh, in-depth breakdown. We'll, we'll go through kind of everything that you need to know about this game. And um, and we'll kind of hit it hard and uh, and wrap it up. Sound good? All right. Sounds good. All right, buddy. Hey, for everybody involved in the Sick Truth podcast, make sure you share, make sure you uh, subscribe. We're back with you later in the week as we uh, we break it all down between the Niners and the Chiefs.